afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It is March the 18th, 2021. It's another Technical Podcast. Hope you guys are ready for another great show lined up for you today. If you are in, uh, if you're across the pond, if you're in, if you're in Europe right now and you're wondering why are they live an hour early, it's because we're ahead of you guys for like two weeks before uh, daylight savings kicks in uh, over there. So there's this awkward, as if daylight savings wasn't stupid enough as it is. There's an, an extra awkward two weeks where the the West and and Europe are are uh, separated even more. So. There you go. I think it's I think it's two weeks. I think it's somewhere in that neighborhood. Anyway, uh, yeah, no tech health podcast. Got uh, got another good show as always lined up for you guys. Let me get this full screened here, so that you're not looking at two of me. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, Mister Black. It's the same question I got for you every week, and it's the most important question. How was your week? And after having seen a random stream clip of last night, I believe it was, your week wasn't just another week. It was pretty good. There was at least a cherry on top. Oh, that happened today. Was that are today? The, are you talking about the crazy time win? Yes. Was that today? Yeah, that was today. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you uh, go. You're, you, you've had you've had a uh, a good midweek then. Yeah, yeah. Hit uh hit hit twenty four twenty four hundred dollar win on a crazy time spin. Amazing. Yeah. So I have no was, idea what that means, but it sounds amazing. It was pretty amazing. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we got, uh, uh, this, for me this week, uh, we didn't really do anything crazy. I, uh, I got, uh, Genshin Impact's review written and everything. It's actually uploaded and ready to go. I just didn't get out of bed fast enough to put it live before we went on the podcast. Em and I mm. crashed late last night. And so, uh, um, no scheduled releases. No schedule. Re- well, the thing is, I also have to put it up on like SoundCloud and and oh, Twitter and yeah, shit, yeah. and that's yeah. That I I don't the Instagram and Twitter. I think you probably can schedule them, but I don't know if you can schedule. All- I know on Twitter you can. I don't know about Instagram. You might have to have like a social media management app or some shit to to manage that stuff. Either way, mm. it'll be out today. Uh, so that's done. Uh, Mark is an absolute hero. He managed to get through. That's a long one. It's a twenty-four minute uh, video. Uh, so that's done. And then yesterday I did, uh, all my footage for Forza Horizon 4. Uh, Mm. so we did, um, uh, eight and a half hours yesterday on Forza to grab footage. The shitty thing about that was, is that there's no way to, like, I already own Forza. Not only do I already own Forza, I own like the big dick swing version, right? I have everything, uh, on that version. I get all future content, basically everything's already in the bag for me. So, um... But that's on the Microsoft Store, and there's no way for you to start like a secondary profile and start a new game. You either just delete everything and start fresh, um, or that's the show. So the only way for me to get early game footage was to buy it again on Steam, which is thankfully a separate thing, despite it still being attached to your Xbox Live profile. It's a separate file, so I could start from from scratch there. So I had to buy the base game. I didn't buy everything, but I bought the base game so I could get the early game footage. Uh, and then got the rest of the late game footage on my Microsoft account. So did that yesterday, and uh, I will be uh, writing that review, possibly even after this podcast. Uh, I'm back in my writing groove. I cranked out that that 4,500 word Genshin review in three and a half hours. 
Mm. Uh, and so we're uh, we're the the writing fingers are back on track. So we got that going. So yeah, I'm like I think I said this last week. I'm trying to get five reviews done in quick succession. Games I have either already played but are still relevant right now, or um, are short that I can get done in a short period of time. Because that YouTube channel is barren wasteland. So I need I need to like fill it with something. Because every time we go to it right now, there's one video, and it's the Valheim yeah. review, and that's the yeah. entire channel. So you start pumping them out, man. Yeah. So I'm trying to get to five. So uh, Mark, Mark, if he survives this gauntlet, will be fine from here on out. But uh, you know, it's it was a bad timing because work for him, like his actual job. Has, like they're they're back in session uh, there downtown. So his work is just bonkers. And then I'm now I'm fucking like turfing the, like 150 gigs worth of video at him every few days uh, to to get these reviews put out. So there you go. That was my that was my week. But now we got to hop in to some gaming news, Mister Black. After finding the broken code that caused, you know what? Did I even have this in last week's podcast? Uh, yeah, I think we talked about did, it. Did we? So, okay, so. okay, so... Maybe not, I don't know. If not, let me preface this. So there was a, there was a, uh, somebody who found, um, after wondering, I guess the, the process was, why in the hell does Grand Theft Auto Online take so fucking long to load? It doesn't make any sense that it takes this long to load. So they were, they, they, uh, they were looking at process load on, like, the, the CPU and the GPU and everything, trying to figure out what's going on. Reverse engineered it and discovered that um, the code written that was that was like I guess doing hash checks to see if items were being duplicated uh, ahead of time. Like there were there was a lookup table basically of all the items online. Um, and of course, as as GTA Online has been around longer and longer, they add more and more items. The list gets longer and longer. The load times have gotten higher and higher. And so he found out that there was some serious spaghetti code going on in there that was making them uh making the system check things more times than it needed to and there was a lot of items on that list so uh he wrote a dll custom dll uh that circumvented that it still allowed all the same security measures to be in place that their code was trying to accomplish but got rid of all of the fluff and it resulted in uh on some systems GTA 5 loading or online loading 70% faster he almost cut that bitch dead in half on 100% he almost got there so um that went obviously quite viral within the community because everyone was like holy shit if i can load this game faster that's amazing cuz as it stands i mean shit some people are waiting like 5 10 minutes <laughs> to get into Damn. GTA online so, uh, yeah, so big difference. Uh, Rockstar picks up on this. Impossible not to. Uh, picks up on this, checks it out. They're like, yeah, that, that looks like it should probably be changed. And awarded the guy $10,000 for his, uh, his efforts. And nice. uh, assume, <clears throat> uh, ass- I'm assuming then we'll be implementing his fix uh, or something similar to, uh, to get this out to everyone where they don't have to get download some custom shit. It yeah. will just be part of the game. So... Um, so there you go. That's, that's a pretty substantial thumbs up to that guy for figuring that shit out. But, uh, I'm sure the entire GTA community wants to blow that guy for the amount of time that he's just saved them on, uh, on loads. It's funny though, I guess cause RP is, is probably loading its own custom item tables and shit because of how they run, um, those servers loading times for you guys aren't super crazy, right? Like they're not like you're not when you're getting into the server, like if you get into queue, 
your time is only like you know 30 40 seconds right to get in or some shit somewhere in yeah that there's a there's a little bit of a loading screen now for 3.0 so i would mm. say like it probably probably takes about 60 seconds mm. in total which is whatever it's nothing yeah um so yeah so this was just specifically for the the gta 5 online portion of things but yeah there you go well done cool. Man- uh, managed to make the the magic happen uh, it doesn't seem to uh, leave much doubt that people wanted this to happen as Stellaris Infinite Legacy hit its Kickstarter goal in 14 minutes. Didn't take very long. Crank that bad boy out real quick. And now it sits at well past its goal. Its goal was 62,000 Canadian, which I guess if I had to take a stab at it is 50,000 US if I just had to guess, maybe even less. Um, is now at $2.8 million Canadian. <laughs> So that, that's that they blew their they blew their Kickstarter out of the wall. Whatever stretch goals they had, I have to assume, long since reached. They've maxed this bad boy out. So, uh, yeah, two point uh, two point eight million. So it's a it's actually it's a board game. It's not the actual video game. It's a board game. It's a four X board game uh, with tile sets that I guess would like uh, rep like uh, kind of look like uh, Settlers of Catan. You know that board game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the, the link is there if you want to see it, Jeff, just to get a, uh, your eyeballs on it. But the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the game looks great and, and they're accomplishing apparently most of everything that's in the actual video game, but they've got the, the rule set and the, the flow of the game down to the point where an average game is two hours, which for a board game is perfectly acceptable, two hour time. Uh, you still get all of the, the politics and the resource management and all that stuff that happens and. Uh, and whatnot in Stellaris, the video game, within this board game, and play between two and four players. And uh, apparently, uh, that was a very popular idea. <laughs> and now it's now it's funded out the fucking wazoo. So, there you go. Beautiful. Uh, board games have been getting more and more popular here in the last couple of years. So this they have been, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. doesn't surprise me um, uh, to happen. Bad timing, though, of course, in the midst of, uh, of COVID. You know, people can't exactly get together and play board games very frequently right now. But... Uh, nevertheless, uh, yeah, they've been getting, uh, really, really popular. I think Kickstarter is probably a big proponent of that because it's allowed non-standard board games that are maybe like outside the norm to, uh, to get some recognition and get funded and, uh, more and more people. And of course, D and D's gotten more popular recently and yeah. whatnot. So yeah, this is not uh, surprising. Well, it is surprising that it hit $2.8 million in like the first. That is surprising. That That's is surprising. That's the. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money, but I don't even know where you put that money for a board game. Like, I mean, um, the, I'm going to guess the assets of the game are going to get really fucking nice. <laughs> that's that's my guess. Uh, that's going to allow them to uh, and maybe even get some advertising done. It might allow them to have um, expansions uh, for the games, because you know how sometimes board games can have like uh, little mini expansions to add to the main game. Maybe yeah. it'll feed into something like that. I didn't get a chance to read their stretch goals. Uh, but, uh, either way, yeah, and that was 2.8 million spread across, uh, I think it was 13, a little over 13,000 people. So, uh, yeah, if 13,000 people are that excited, maybe they'll put some of that money into advertising and sell it broader, yeah, yeah. uh, outside, right? So, a lot of you, money. There you go. Yeah. Have you ever been into any board games ever, like, no, ever in your uh, life? Other than, like, the usual, like, you, everyone's played a game of yeah. fucking Monopoly, everyone's yeah, played, Scrabble, yeah, Monopoly, yeah, those are, that's it, I'm not, I'm not one of those, like, board game nerds, um, yeah. I'm just a video game nerd. There's so many, like, I, I, I know when I, uh, 
the first time that I really got exposed to even more of that shit was when, because like, like I was just saying, you know, for me, it's the white bread shit. It's the Monopoly, it's the Scrabble, it's the, you know, the trivial fucking pursuit, whatever, like the usual shit <laughs> yeah. that you would see and have seen forever, right? Um, yeah. And then I, when I moved out of here, my, one of my next door neighbors, they had a game night every week. And they had, like, an entire room in their house, not dedicated to playing the game specifically, but storing them! They had so many fucking games, they just had an entire room in the basement dedicated to storing these games, and, uh, and they had so fucking many. And I'd never heard of, like, 95% of them, you know, I, I heard about stuff like Settlers and whatnot, but never in a million years. And funnily enough, even Settlers, I only knew about because there was an Xbox Live arcade game version of Settlers, like, way back in the day on the 360. So I, I was such a fucking, like, ignorant asshole about this stuff. And they invited me to come over and play these games, and I was like, oh my god. I was so overwhelmed. You know, for them, they played so many games, it was, like, easy to pick up. I sat down, they started, like, they'd, like, be like a fucking handbook, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's not my thing, man. It's I not can't do thing. this. Uh, yeah. I can't do this. Um, yeah, so there you go. So congrats to the uh, Stellaris team. That's, uh, that's a big dub. That's a big dub. Uh, next up, not long after leaving Google, I'm warm as hell, not long after leaving Google Stadia's train wreck, and I will, yeah, what else do you call it but a train wreck, uh, Jade Raymond announced Haven this week, which is a new Montreal-based game dev studio working on an original IP for the PlayStation. So, Jade Raymond, I mean, she's been around for a fucking long time, um, very well-known, um, member of the dev community uh, for gaming, producer, and she's she was originally headhunted by Stadia to go and do, like, some major project work at Stadia, and then she was one of the people that, when things went tits up here a few weeks ago, she's gone. So, um, she's just spinning that into saying, all right, fuck it, I'll just do it myself then. So... There you go. We'll find there out more go. about that in the future, but Stadia's loss is everyone else's gain, apparently. Uh, as we'll now wait and see what uh, what comes out of uh, what comes out of Haven. Dungeon. Speaking of board games, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance official trailer has dropped. So we talked about this. Uh, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, where there was a was it Dungeons and Dragons specific game? I think this is that game. Yeah. Uh, and I've got a little, a little, it's not a very long trailer, but I got a little trailer here set up for us to take a, uh, right. a little gander. All right. Uh, so I'm just going to get that up here on the screen here. Something like that. And, uh, you let me know when you're good to go. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Three, two, one, go. We call them beholders, wraiths, giants. They call us snacks. So when those bastards come to claim your world, send their ass to hell. That was a terrible opening to this trailer, not gonna lie. <laughs> you know what this feels like? This feels like a trailer from like... 2000 and... Like... 11 or 12 when they were doing like the uh, sync every movement in the trailer up to a part of the song. The shot is calling.
I, I had no idea that it was that loud for the stream. They might not have heard a word I just said, so I'll just go over that anyway. That's my, my, my bad. Uh, it wasn't even loud, that loud in my headset, so I don't know why it was so loud for you guys. Um, yeah, so that, that reminded me a lot of trailers from, like, nearly a decade ago, where every trailer that came out had some sort of, like, uh, uh, rock or rap song that they just pulled from somewhere, and then they lined up every action in the fucking trailer with, like, the downbeat in the, in the song of whatever they were playing. Uh, it looked like a video game, Jeff. I don't know if I would say I was particularly excited about anything I saw there. What about you? No. It's not, it's, it's, it just, it looks generic, but, hey, listen, if the Dungeons and Dragons guys and gals like it, then, hey, all the power (laughs) to you. If there was a more, if there was a, 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 a a pickier group of people than Dungeons and Dragons, I, I don't know what it would be, so... If you're gonna do a video game for Dungeons and Dragons, you want to fucking knock that shit out the park. And I don't know if that I was, say. I don't know if that was knocking it out of the park. That was more like a bunt hoping to get to first. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Just like even the humor, like you know, saying Bro, bastards they right did, up front. Yeah, like the voiceover guy little... was phoning that shit in. Like, if you've done yeah. any voiceover, that dude, that that was like some Fiverr level shit. Yeah. Like they went to Fiverr and paid somebody five, ten dollars to do that that voiceover. And then, like, yeah, the like the Terminator call out into yeah. the lava, putting the middle finger up instead of like the thumbs up thing was like super fucking terrible. Uh, I don't know. It looks like a video game. Uh, also, they showed the the archer pretty much exclusively doing nothing but walking backwards for the entire trailer. So that was you know it looks like an exciting class to play. Um, and now we wait and see just how uh, how the rest of that comes out. Obviously, that's probably very early game footage, but. Uh, I don't, I don't know who that's getting, you know, who's getting excited for that. I'm sure there's somebody. Not going to oh, be yeah. me, though. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, no. Nothing about that looked exciting. Uh, Activision Blizzard continues their trend, Jeff, of yeeting people directly into the sun. And they have laid off uh, another estimated 190 people. Originally, cool. it was estimated 50. That number went up real quick. Much like the Kickstarter for Stellaris, the numbers were, were, they aimed low and they shot high. 190 people, apparently, on this list. Uh, almost exclusively in the esports division um, uh, is where all of these layoffs came from. Well, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, where is Blizzard in esports? Where is Activision in esports? Yeah. So, uh, and with, and with, the, with the, obviously, the last year with events and stuff, being the way that they are, I, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised either, to be honest, yeah. um, that it was happening. I mean, you're you're look if you look at if you look at, um, if you look at how Blizzard and stuff was trying to do Overwatch League, for example, and they had the, uh, they even had the <laughs> talking about uh, talking about shooting high, like shooting for the stars. They had those like. The, the concept where every team or almost every team had like their own local arena yeah. to play in yeah. and do the shoot, the video shooting in. Right. Yeah. That's fucking nutty. Right. You like, you're taking a, an esport that you're not even sure is going to stick long-term. You're charging tens of millions of dollars for slots in the league. And then you're having people as like a, a prerequisite as well to my recollection anyway, have to build these arenas or have these arenas available. Yeah, for players to show up and have these games, yep. which is the amount of money is just crazy. 
and you're and esports is not uh, is not yet in a spot where organizations and uh, are prolific enough in 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 making money to support that it just doesn't <clears throat> exist like you'll have initial cash injections right like you'll have them find sponsorships for the teams and like the initial cash injections are usually pretty good and they can be millions of fucking dollars but that money doesn't always stick around at some point the investors go all right we need to see that you guys can actually stand on your own two feet and we're not yeah. just pumping money into you yeah. you know forever and so when Overwatch League basically bit the dust, even before, I mean, COVID didn't help, but it was going to be dead. I mean, it with, was dying anyway. With like or without it, was, it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, COVID just basically, you know. <laughs> last the, uh, An unneeded but extra nail in the coffin, basically, yeah. at that point. I actually think, honestly, I think COVID probably helped them more than anything. Um, it probably it's, gave them an easier exit. Probably yeah. like, yep, you know what? It was a slow die, and now we have an excuse. You yeah. know, now we can just end this uh and then and then as far as like where's activision in esports well it comes down to basically more or less call of duty league call of duty that's right? it uh yeah. and that's not and that's not a major player in esports at all i mean the games make lots of money the esport is just kind of there um yeah. so i yeah i i'm not surprised that this is happening at all 190 people um mostly in the esports division it's uh, you know, it's always sad because esports has been like the struggle bus for years to get itself legitimized. And every time you see more and more mass layoffs like this in esports divisions, it's just another signal that esports is not yet ready in general for the big time. Uh, it, it's no matter how many eyeballs you seemingly put on it. And I think some of it is what we've talked about before here in the podcast, where um, the most successful esports are those that aren't forced. They're the ones that that grew out of a community and had community support before corporate came in and started throwing money at it, like CSGO, uh, for example, uh, or StarCraft back in the day, already was established before it got its lift up. And then ironically, mm. the corporate putting their hands in the cookie jar, invariably with StarCraft too, fucked it up like when they did with the wcs and they started fucking with the the grassroots organizations yep. getting points to get into wcs and it just it was like the catalyst the beginning of the end for north american starcraft esports so yeah I, i'm it, it's it's unfortunate so 190 pe uh, 90 people gone um thankfully though the severance packages for the 190 people or whatever it was are actually quite good um they're they're getting that's uh it's better than it's better than average at the very least for severance packages. And it also includes health care for the rest of 2021. So, Oh, that's good. They're, they're yeah. as taken care of as you could hope for in this situation, I would say. Um, yeah. And uh, certainly more than I would have expected out of Activision, to be honest with you. Uh, so there you go. They've got that going for them. Uh, what is still hotly contended, though, and this is in, inside the company and inside the company's share and stakeholders, is that Bobby Kotick is still on track for pulling down $200 million in bonuses. And um, their reasoning for why they're fighting this internally, even as their own, like, they're obviously, as shareholders, they're happy that the, the share price has gone up. But they're also looking at what's been going on within the company um, and what Bobby's been doing to help get that share price up and comparing it across the industry uh, and within the company itself in terms of how much pay has gone up internal to the company amongst even other C-level employees uh, and other higher-ups, et cetera, et cetera. And they're looking at going, this is, 
a little too disconnected. Yeah, we want to, we're very, you know, pleased and it's impressive that the stock price is done when it's done, but we have to maybe be a little bit mindful of just how fucking crazy we're going here. $200 million in bonuses, which some of which are retroactive. So they're going back years. I would imagine a lot of this, the vast majority of it would be stock right they're not going to just write this guy a check i would imagine no it's it's, stock, it's stocks and options i mean the company is yeah, not so going to have 200 million dollars sitting yeah. around to, to handle so, so i mean yeah he, he might be getting a stock option worth 200 million but a lot of the times you can't just cash out that there's 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 rules and regulations around being able to cash that stuff out you're basically just given a bunch of stock value paper value until you actually sell it so i mean i'm not really sh- hundred percent sure but i mean if the if well, the company has profited so yeah. much then i mean you know that's why you're in those big boy positions is to yeah. reap the benefits of those so i yeah. don't know i uh, mean it's... whenever whenever guys and ple- uh, uh plebeians like ourselves are talking about 200 million dollar bonuses it's just above our pay grade like i just i i i just don't like i understand business enough but i just they're they're hard they're, those are hard numbers to 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 even fathom somebody getting especially when you're hearing people losing their jobs and different things like that but i yeah. mean it's corporate i mean it's just the way yeah. oh that's it's absolutely, the way this machine absolutely. Works, it's, right? it's how yeah. the machine works it's, and that's why that's why i think it's important to note that it's the shareholders and stakeholders some of which are massive investment firms not just yeah. an individual but massive investment firms stepping in and going hey we should maybe look at this because it's such a discrepancy amongst like industry-wide and internally, no matter what metric we stack up against here, this is, uh, this is arguably too much. And so they're, they're still looking at, at, at that as terms of how much, because a lot of this is also retroactively Bobby claiming on stuff as well, going back years. So, um, so there's, there's even some stuff that apparently the sec has looked at and went, So we'll we'll see how uh, how it gets. He's obviously going to make a lot of money one way or the other. It doesn't matter. It's just how Pretty much. Filthy rich it's it's almost it's just how much at this yeah. point he's gonna he's gonna get. Uh, and just as a as a reminder, so 190 sounds like a lot of people, but I even forgot this. Last year they laid off more than 800 people uh, and closed down an entire branch in France, I believe it was, uh, for Activision Blizzard. So uh, this just continues their pattern of of thinning the herd. Uh, as they deem necessary, which is which is a natural thing to do, I suppose. But uh, yeah, it's always going to be a hard pill to swallow for anyone that gets laid off. They see the the CEO making just hand over fist, and then they lay off 800 people in a calendar year. It's kind of the same same thing as trying to like look at. Remember when Disney laid off like they, that was worse. Disney's one was worse where it was like tens of thousands of people got laid off. And then they, in the same breath, they, they took the sea level salaries and brought it back to pre COVID level uh, payout. So it was like, they just laid off like fucking hordes of people and immediately just gave themselves a pay raise back to pre COVID levels. Not that they would have not been making like way more than enough money as it was already, but yeah, it's, it's always kind of a a sketchy thing to look at uh, when they pair those two things together. Um, some more information for the Final Fantasy stuff, Mr. Black, has arisen. We had all sorts of that come up with, uh, with, uh, uh the last round of, uh, of, of, uh, I don't know, announcements, I guess you'd call it, because there was so much more than just Final Fantasy Remake. So, 
Uh, we got some more information on a couple of the things. So first of all, we got information on the uh, Ever Crisis, which was the mobile remake thing that they were doing, where they were doing the chapter uh, progression and, and whatnot of the original, the entire canon, basically, of Final Fantasy VII, Dirge of Cerberus, all the way through, uh, and whatnot, Advent Children. So we got some more info on that, and that is that the chapters are actually free, which as soon as you hear that, you think, where's the money coming from? And the answer was followed up pretty much immediately with, they have a gotcha system in place for weapons. That's all we know for now. I highly doubt they're going to fund the entire thing with a gotcha system for weapons, but that's what we do know. So gotcha meaning basically spend some money, spin a wheel, get weapon. Maybe weapon is good, maybe weapon, excuse me, is not good. And keep spinning. Uh, to, uh, spin, you know, spin, spin, and, spin, and, spin. And spend, 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 spend. So that's where the money is going to come from is gotcha mechanics of some kind, it seems, uh, especially since every chapter is free. I mean, there's 10 chapters. They're going to they're going to make their money somewhere. So that's uh, the gotcha system. Uh, Midgar itself is the Midgar escape is three of the 10 total chapters. So you know what you're getting yourself into there. And, and now we know how many chapters there are, which again is 10 in total. I suspect that by the sounds of that, that looks like maybe we're going to be getting like a chapter every month or two, maybe, uh, mm. on a cycle, something like that. So there you go. Uh, also, we got more info on episode, uh, the Yuffie episode that we, that we saw as well. Um, and, uh, we got some, yeah, we got some more info there. So new summons and materia. People were wondering if we were going to get any of that that would carry over to the, you know, further uh, into the next game. But uh, whether or not they carry, I don't know. But we do have new summons and materia. Uh, only Yuffie is playable. So that uh, that was another thing people were wondering, uh, as if it was truly only Yuffie, and, and it is. Uh, you can fight with Sonin during the combat, as we, saw, uh, as we saw in the trailer. But otherwise, yeah, it's just Yuffie. No more DLC is planned, as the team has now completely shifted focus to the part two of the remake. So the actual full-blown follow-up to uh, the part one that we've uh, already got. Nomura also clarified uh, that originally they only planned to make a PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 instead of doing DLC, but Integrade, which is the name of the, the Yuffie episode, helped the team to prepare for development on the PS5. So they used the, the DLC that we're getting now as kind of a test bed to get the team ready for the full Part 2 um, coming up. Uh, and so from here on out, no DLC until part two is arrived. And then they will look at possible more DLC in between, which we already talked about. That's probably what you're going to get. That's yeah. Main game, DLC, main game, DLC. That's why I, well, they need, they need something there because it's just too long in between. Like they need to have content or people are just going to check out, like literally forget about final fantasy for like a year or two at a time. So, like, what characters do you think, if you had to take a guess, what characters do you think would end up being the in-between I don't know, man. I haven't played Final Fantasy in so long, so, like, I just, I couldn't even name side characters if I tried right now. I would say Vincent is probably one uh, as a side character that would probably get one. Um, Sid might be. You You might see character from a different Final Fantasy well, at this um, point, after the after having witnessed the end of the uh, the first part of the remake, fucking yes, yeah, sure. You might you, you might see like a crossover, right? Like people that you didn't even really know would have been mixed with that, but they yeah. somehow I don't I don't fucking know, man. Final, I'm so checked out of Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, uh, it's like we're getting a whole bunch of news to something that 
Uh, it's just, it just, it. Uh, I, I mentioned this when we talked about it last week. I just, I find humor in the fact that we heard from them so long that none of the, all of this would take way too much time and money, and now all of a sudden, it's like all hands on deck. As many Final Fantasy VII properties as humanly possible, all at the same time. Fuck it, dump it all on the market. Yeah, and 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 way more than anyone ever originally thought they would need to do. So it's it's just yeah. I I just find well, way humor. more than we ever wanted. It's like yeah. nobody's asking for any of this. <laughs> That's nuts. None so, uh, and and so to follow that up, Nomura also said we can expect more Final Fantasy VII related news and announcements in the next year and the year after that. So the thing <laughs> is, is how he phrased that. Unless unless I misread or the translation is off, um, this either means that it's remake specific or there's more Final Fantasy VII like property stuff coming so more of this like mobile related stuff more like the br these offshoots from the remake uh it's one or the other or both uh and both sounds like probably more likely at this point fuck it give me a final fantasy 7 remake kart racer <laughs> let me race as sephiroth and uh yeah. and let's race around midgar chocobo racing or something yeah exactly yes oh my god chocobo racing on mobile Give me a Chocobo racing game. Yes. Right. Make it super cute and make your money. Fuck. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> that's that's happening. Chocobo races. I'm calling. Uh, yes. yes, I agree. Calling it right now. And here's the thing. I actually, Chocobo races. I actually don't even hate the idea. <laughs> to be honest with you. Chocobo racing. You know what? Gotcha mechanics for when you're when you're uh, when you're, you're rolling for like Chocobo uh, um, feed and the better the feed. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're breeding chocobos and you're looking for the, the faster and faster chocobos, that black chocobo chasing the dream. That's it. Gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so there you go. More Final Fantasy stuff coming. Uh, big surprise. Uh, next up after game, uh, Xbox game pass owners had enjoyed it for a while. EA play is coming to the PC game pass as of sometime today. So, uh, we had announced way back when it first happened that, uh, EA play, which is the, basically game pass for electronic arts games uh was coming as a add-on to xbox game pass uh that was on the xbox only and the pc hadn't been added just yet but we knew it was coming it's here now and so if you're on the pc and you have xbox game pass you are now going to also have access to ea play which is 60 some uh, ea titles including one of the more recent star wars squadrons is in that list uh, you do have to have the EA app on the desktop, of course, to launch the games, but otherwise they are all available through uh, the Xbox Game Pass, uh, which also added, I think, Octopath Traveler this week, and uh, which was that, you know, that JRPG, uh, yep, or whatever. You beat that, right? Yep. And, uh, and, oh, what was the other one? The other indie game with the, the cow lady that um people were like ready to fucking literally go to war for um uh chat's gonna help me out on this one as soon as i said cow lady somebody in chat's gonna fucking um uh remind me but yeah so they've um doji cat what the fuck is wrong with you dap here so yeah um undertale thank you it was like an e is a u i knew it was a u undertale so they've got all sorts of shit on Game Pass now. And it's got to the point where people in like the comments on, twi- uh, on Twitter and stuff are like, why do I even need to own an Xbox? If I've got an even halfway decent PC, 
<clears throat> you Fuck don't. It. I guess unless you're like looking to play on the on the TV and you just want the console experience, which obviously there are still tens of millions of fucking people that want that. But yeah, I mean, I think that's Microsoft's plan is play wherever you want and play all of this shit for a criminally low price. I mean, I, I know when I bought Forza on Steam, I died a little on the inside because it was it was it was seventy nine dollars Canadian. It's a lot, right? And, and not just because I already owned it, it's just $79. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, man, fucking Game Pass exists. I can get, like, hordes of games for, what is it, like, $15, $17 a month? Yep. So if you're beating one game a month or more, you're banking. That's it. Huge amounts of money. Yep. Uh, I just don't play I just don't play enough games. No, you wouldn't that. be in the market for that at all. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's no, not no. worth it for me, but yeah. um for for hardcore gamers, man, these um these subscriptions, man, they're starting to turn into like Netflix value. I mean, some of them are already beyond that. I yeah. mean, you know, the Xbox Game Pass is already just insane. Yeah. Um it's we're get we're going there. I mean, I I give it like another like mid midway through this console cycle i think they're they're already starting the switch and it's a it's a slow it's a slow um what's the word i'm looking for here they're weaning you off of 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 buying games mm. uh physical games they're weaning you off like they're giving you console options to not buy discs mm. they're and they're they're doing this for two reasons number one is they can make the, the consoles cheaper which it's good against competitors, but also they want to get to a point where they're not, bu- where they're not selling you physical copies of anything anymore. They don't have to go and print. They don't have to go and do any of that. They j- everything's digital and it's, it's going there. It's inevitable. Um, and it's going to be pretty, I would say within the next five years, my guess would be is more than half of console gamers will be in a subscription based thing. And they probably won't even buy physical games anymore. Well, yeah, I I mean, the price could go, let's say the price could go to fucking $30 a month, right? Yeah. You could still only beat one game every three months and be on the same track as if you bought one full price AAA game every three months. Yes. So we've got, that gives us at least five to seven years as they slowly creep up the subscription just to reach parity with the price of games now. Like, if yep. the game prices also keep going up, I mean, my God. It's going to get worse, right? The, the value will get even better. So, you know, it's it's a no-brainer. It's yeah. a no-brainer. If you're uh, a gamer, if you're hardcore, it's it's a literal no-brainer. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, undeniably huge value. Um, and, uh, and, you know, PlayStation's still trying to find something. They'll have something eventually. They, they, they're kind of halfway there with some of their initiatives, but, um, but, uh, they're still very much banking on their first party, big hitting, you know, high attach rate games, uh, to push their consoles and to push their, their services. So, um, speaking of, uh, speaking of that, by the way, PlayStation's play at home initiative in 2021 is bringing in 10 free games to download starting March 25th. Uh, the ones that I saw listed, Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Res, Subnautica, Moss, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Some of these are VR uh, games. Paper Beast and Thumper uh, are what I saw promoted with Horizon Zero Dawn. Also going to be free to play. 
for a limited time, and I don't know what that limited time means, maybe a couple weeks or a month, I don't know, uh, starting April 19th. So those are all games you'll be able to download and play for free. There's a lot of good games in there. I mean, Abzu's a good game. The Witness, even though I think it's the most pretentious game ever made, is, is pretty decent for a, a puzzle game. Enter the Gungeon's a good game. Res is a good game. Subnautica's a fire game. Uh, Moss is good. Uh, you know, Thumper, if you want to have a, a seizure with your headset on, is phenomenal. Uh, and of course, Horizon Zero Dawn for free for any length of time is a, a hot pickup for anyone. So, yeah, so they're doing a, a good job of uh, of also providing a lot of value for their uh, their users right now. Um, but I have to imagine internally right now, Sony is is all hands on deck coming up with a solution to try and do some sort of battle with the Xbox Game Pass. Because holy shit, yeah. uh, the service just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I, yeah. Yeah. As soon as it's going to be like this unwieldy monster that you're not going to be able to fucking take take down. Well, right? the only thing that the, the thing that Sony's got going for them and it's 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 huge is their, their name. It's their, their it's games. Their, it's their games, yeah. right? It's 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 they have the the allegiance like, you know, they have the fanboys and fangirls that are just going to buy PlayStations because it's what everybody has. It's the cool thing. But just like what's happening with AMD and Intel, people cannot get complacent because all of a mm. sudden there can be some extreme value and it only takes, you know, um, not value on one side and extreme value on the other for people to go, you know what, maybe I will taste what's on here on the other side. And when they taste it, they realize, whoa, okay, or it's not as bad as what people were saying it is over here. <laughs> and then they go, wow. And then they're going to start preaching to people. Well, maybe you probably shouldn't buy a PlayStation. You, have, you just get yourself an Xbox Game Pass. Save a shit ton of money. And that's when it starts happening. And so. don't forget, it's like, maybe you should get on that Xbox Game Pass. And by the way, don't forget, in the in a couple of regions like the U.S., for example, you can package like an Xbox Series X or an Xbox Series S with Game Pass and put it on uh, basically a monthly payment structure that's like $30 yep. a month. Yep. You're getting the console, no money up front, just 30 bucks a month. Yep. Taking no, home a console. No interest. No just interest. Take, just take, just take <laughs> the stuff. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I, Sony, Sony, I don't think needs to be scared right now, but they need to like not get overly complacent because they don't have a lot of time, but like, yeah, they're, they're the value is just, it's getting stupid. It's it's almost getting to the point where you're like, what's the catch? All right, this is kind of getting stupid. Um, but well, obviously, Xbox needed they need to do this because they're so far behind in the console yeah. war that like, it's if they don't do this, they might actually die. Like there I mean, might not a, actually be a, another Xbox. I mean, and this is a uh, this is a, a brilliant pivot, right? Because you're they're looking at hardware sales and they're like, all right, we know we can't catch up with first party titles in the short term. And we're gonna hurt too much if we don't do something about it. So yeah. let's let's do what we can do here. We know we also have the Microsoft window, Microsoft Windows everywhere. So let's let's shift into this game service thing, make our money there, and then we can call. While that's making us money, we can start yeah. to cultivate Pivot. these first party titles, and that will come up on the back end, and then it will yeah. be even stronger on the other side. And right now, yeah. it's like Sony's already got all these first party titles. They're in the reverse. They're like, all right, we've got first party titles that will carry us. But now we've got to come up with some sort of like, you know, well, the PlayStation I think, well, I Now platform. Is, yeah. I think what it is 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 Sony Sony's got the first party titles. So they're like, you know what, man, we've been crushing this console where we're doing it right. We're still gonna keep crushing. And Xbox is like, we just cannot compete. It's kind of like um 
you know, say you're a UFC fighter and you're 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 a strike, you're you're really good, you're really good on the ground. Like you, you have really you're good jiu-jitsu. You're a wrestler. Yeah. And you're going up against Anderson Silva. Now yeah. you know, you know, he's gonna he's gonna outstrike you. So what you what are you gonna do? You're not gonna stand there and just strike. You're gonna go to your your strengths and yeah. you're gonna try and take him down and wrestle fuck him, get him tired. And then, you know, win win the rounds that way. The at what Xbox tried to do against Sony in the last console war is they tried to strike with the striker and they got knocked the fuck out. And and now what they're doing is going, you know what? I'm done fighting this dude on the feet. We're gonna go and we're gonna attack this in a different way because we just can't compete. We just we don't have the first party titles. We don't have we're we're already behind. We've got a bit of a stink. We've been coming up a little bit, and we've got some good fortune here, some good grace. But I mean, fuck, even Halo can't get done now. Like, what are <laughs> we doing here? Like, you know, our 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 flagship yeah. titles are fucked, like super fucked. So what are they doing? They're just regurgitating their old content, and some of it is new, but it's not like crazy AAA. Like, oh my god, but it's starting to add up. You're getting value here, value here, value. And they're just packaging it all up in, in this thing where they're going, listen, we can't fight the stand-up, but we're doing something different. And now it's starting to, now they're owning that lane and people are going, whoa, okay, I didn't really appreciate wrestling before. I thought it was boring, but I'm really enjoying the technique they're doing here. <laughs> I think I'm going to start getting into wrestling. And then they're going, okay, this this is it. I mean, and gaming is getting expensive. It, it's, it's Sony... They're they're not even thinking about wrestling because you know they're they're a twenty time world champion here and they're just enjoying their 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 limelight. But little do they know they got a Khabib coming up from underneath here where they're like, oh, you didn't beat anybody good, you didn't beat anybody good. Now he's fucking everybody up, and now he's and next thing you know, it this wrestler is gonna fight with the striker, and the wrestler's going to take the striker striker down, and they're going to wrestle fuck the striker, which is Sony. And Sony's going to go, what the fuck is this? Stand up and fight, you pussy. And they're like, no, 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 no. That ain't the game I'm playing anymore. I played that game before. I've adapted. And listen, it's it's what AMD did. And look at them now. You know, they're still not the number one, but they've got a much bigger slice of the pie than they ever did before. And now they're in the discussion, like on the regular. So, you know, and they're winning people over. I think Xbox is doing the same. And if they keep doing this in the next four or five years, I mean, it could be a lot closer than what people think. Um, but but they're going to need to keep, they're still going to need their first party. Like, they need to keep this up yeah. and then get some big first party titles to have that, you know, perfect this is what, that's what I was saying. Like, this is like to. buying yeah. them time to do the catch up game. Like, if they didn't have this and they were trying to like cultivate these first party titles, they'd never be able to pull it off. It'd be very no. difficult. This is giving them the funds and the time to convert people, get them there, and then, my God, the one wow. Now all of yeah. a sudden, Khabib can stand up and throw and strike. Yes, now he can throw bombs. Yeah. Right when Khabib dropped Connor, you're yeah. going, oh shit. What? I didn't see that coming. That's not supposed to happen. That's right? not but but Khabib knew it was gonna happen because yeah. he's been training. Yes. He's like, I know this motherfucker. I know, I know I know what they're gonna do. And boom, sit you on your ass, then wrestle fuck you. Yeah. Give you both, <laughs> right? So you know what? I'm just gonna give you a slow clap right now, Mr. Black, for that analogy, because it didn't involve a single penis. So that was a phenomenal uh effort. Very well done. Expanding your 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 uh 
your abilities and the analogies. That's that's Thank very you. good. We've got there. No penises. I'm sure there will be one later, but for now, no penises <laughs> involved. Uh yeah, so there there you go. That's uh that's that's the PlayStation's uh news for now. Uh Square Enix also had their Square Enix Presents event today. Uh it was earlier today. Uh not a hell of a lot was actually mentioned, to be honest. There's one thing that we're gonna watch here. Uh, Avengers game got a roadmap of content that includes a Black Panther expansion for the five people still playing that game. Life is Strange, True Colors uh, was revealed, and it's going to be a full game, not episodic like a lot of the previous Life is is Strange games. Uh, Forspoken was quickly shown off and announced for 2022, and that's the trailer that we have uh, to to take a uh, little peek-see at here. So I'll just pull that up. Okay, I have it at a time a timestamp specifically for a reason, so you can leave it at the timestamp. All right. Uh, All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. I'll turn the volume down this time. Is that a fucking dragon? I just, I think I just found out at the last possible minute why all the audio was weird. For reasons that I will never be able to tell you. And this is unfortunate for, like, the RSS feeds and shit, so I apologize. It's gonna be blown out and fucking ass. Um, for, I, I really don't know why. It, OBS had the audio from this PC piping through three different audio sources. And playing them all at the same time. I can't even begin to tell you why that happened. But there you go. I, I greatly apologize. That audio is going to sound like smashed assholes. They'll survive. My god. Uh, so yeah, there you go. It's a... It's a... Um, it's a... Uh, you know, it's another... It looks like another action-adventure game. Looks very pretty. Um... There you go. I don't know. That was the most exciting thing come out of that entire event. There wasn't yeah. anything. There wasn't anything. It looked there. pretty. It looked pretty. Um, that's all we can say about it right now. Uh, it looks like <laughs> it looked pretty, but it, it, to me, it looked generic as fuck. I guess is the problem I had. Uh, the only is not even a problem. It just looked generic. Uh, an Xbox Indie event was announced for March 26th with 25 games to be shown, including Stalker 2 uh, and more indie titles coming to Game Pass as well. So. On the 26th, what does that work out to be? I don't suppose that's also a Thursday as always. Friday. Friday, okay. All right, so it's after the podcast then. Uh, so 
Anyway, yeah, there'll be a, uh, an entire event there where they're showing off these 25 indie games, and uh, we'll have more for you on that, I guess, the week following uh, on the uh, subsequent podcast. And finally, Shin Megami Tensei, uh, I think this is supposed to be three, not two. Anyway, not, uh, Nocturne HD Remaster is releasing in English March 25th, reportedly. Uh, so anyone who's big in the uh, Persona or the Shin Megami Tensei series... Uh, that's been waiting for that bad boy to show up. That was another one of the more popular titles in the stable. Uh, you can grab that. And if you've never played them before, and you're looking for a game that you can blast nearly 200 hours into, there you go. Um, you'll probably not have to spend $90 on it, and you'll be able to play it for three months. So there's your, there's your, there's your out. And that's it, Mr. Black. That's all the gaming news this week, which means it's time to sell out. Are you ready to sell out? We got patreon.com slash lag TV. If you guys want to go throw some money at the screen, help support the podcast, it is there. Um, or if you don't want to throw money, you can support by hitting the like button, leaving a comment for the algorithms, leaving reviews on all the places that you watch or, li- or listen to the podcast on. Tell a friend, show a friend the podcast, all that fun stuff. You can also support by supporting our sponsors. We got Elgato. They've got so many products now. Go to the link in the description, head on over to their website, and check out their, what seems to be dozens of different products at this point, from microphones to green <laughs> screens to audio equi- uh, uh, audio uh, or sound dampening equipment. Uh, we got lighting. We've got uh, the stream decks, microphones. I mean, Elgato's got everything, capture cards. At this point, you need to just go over there and check out their site. And uh, see what tickles the fancy. I mean, everything is just fire. Products are good quality. They're affordable. That's the other thing is like Elgato takes takes the cake on the vast majority of products in the market um, in, in that space. And it comes at the most affordable for the quality. I mean, it, it, and I'm not even just saying that because they sponsor me. This is facts. I mean, it's just facts. It's like if you're in the market for something and you want quality stuff, at a very affordable price compared to the to the competitors, um, it's just number one. It's just the way it is. So go check out Elgato. Of course, if you're in the market for a VPN service, NordVPN is where you want to go. www.nordvpn.com/ott get sixty eight percent off when you use the promo code ott. Uh, up to six simultaneous devices, so you only need one account per household. Um, you can mask your IP to stay safe, stay anonymous, whether you're in your home or in a public Wi-Fi uh, space. Uh, you can also watch region block content. You can watch different versions or regions of Netflix by the click of a button. So much you can do with a VPN. And more importantly, um, you can also bypass websites and uh, block content on Twitter and YouTube. So you can watch content that your country just does what for whatever reason wants to censor you. Stop being censored. Watch what you want to watch. Freedoms. All right. It even works in uh, China. Not a lot of VPN services work in China. NordVPN does as well. So go ahead and get yourself a subscription of Freedom and use the promo code OTT when you sign up. That's Subscri- that. Subscription of Freedom. Amazing. Why not? Incredible. Uh, it up. There you go. And now it's time for movies and TV. Uh, the Snyder Cut, uh, which I think comes out today for everyone, has been getting its early reviews and uh, is somehow a 78% or 7.8 on Rotten Tomatoes as it stands. Um, reading, I've, I've read 
a couple of the reviews, despite its 7.8, it still somehow seems really divisive. And I think that's why it's at 7.8. Some people well, are either I giving mean, it like a 9 or a 10, and some people yeah. are giving it like a fucking 2. And we're well, getting... The, here's the thing. the It's the critics that gave it a, seven, a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, okay. which is fine. Yeah. The audience score is 97%, with over 5,000 ratings already. So Who's seeing cute. it before it's re- released? Um, I I mean, it's it's out now. I mean, it, it, depending on where you're at... Um, Certain countries will have it like, I mean, last night, certain countries were able to watch it, right? So oh, okay, on okay, okay. Um, I'm hearing that it's infinitely better than the original. Um, it's coming in at four hours long. That's a lengthy, uh, uh, it's a lengthy movie, Jeff. It's a lengthy, but apparently it does all the proper justice to the Justice League. Um, just about every single, actually every single reviewer that I respect and listen to, yeah, they all loved it. Great. Uh, all of them. Snyder so, pulled it off against all odds. So, um, I mean, it's pretty tragic what, what happened. I don't know if, if you guys know the full story, but, um, you know, uh, Snyder had um, his daughter had passed away mm. uh, while he was filming this, this, this movie. Um, they, he obviously stopped. Um, so they had another director come in. They were supposed to use the vast majority of stuff. They only used like 30% or so. And then refilmed a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, Zach w- managed to be able to come back all these years later. Um, did some more reshoots, enhanced a lot of stuff, um, used a lot of footage from the original because he filmed a lot of a percentage of that. But then also got to got to use a lot of the footage they didn't use, and it ended up being you know over four hour cut of the film. Um, and apparently it's much more in depth. Like, I mean, it's over four hours. I would, I would hope so. So you get to spend a lot more time with your characters. You get to know more about them. The, the scenes, they feel a lot more fulfilling because you're connected to these, these characters a lot more. Um, and the, he also replaced a lot of the music, um, a lot of the, just the whole feel of it. Like apparently even some of the action scenes that were in the first, completely feel different different angles different shots longer uh music's changed a, a lot of things so apparently it's it's uh from what i'm gathering from from fans is they're saying it's it's dc's best uh comic book movie uh to date so we'll see again I mean, not I, a I high bar sure. so it's a, it's a high bar but with 97 percent on That's rotten tomatoes impressive. from an audience score, i mean i I rarely go by critics because critics sometimes get to stick up their ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially for superhero movies. Especially for superhero movies. But I mean, even a seventy high seventies is is pretty good. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I would say this time next podcast, of course, I'll have it watched, so I'll be able to tell you what I thought of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, start now. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours. I, uh, that's. That's longer than the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. By like 30 to 45 minutes. But there's all kinds of Lord of the Rings, right? So, Oh, yeah. oh boy. Uh, yeah, that one might, you might need it. You almost might need a two-parter, that bad boy. Oh, uh, definitely. There's no way I'm sitting four, four hours. hours. I, I do two hours one night, two hours the next night. And that's, yeah. you know, that's it. 
Uh, King of the Hill is apparently in serious negotiations for a series revival, which would be set 15 years after the original series finale. Um, sure. That was a crazy popular show. Fuck it. Why not? If they can get all the old gang back together and the writing doesn't suck. Sure. Sure. Make some more money. Do it. Uh, and last but not least, Kevin Feige has confirmed that Chris Evans won't be returning to play Captain America in the MCU. He didn't, he didn't confirm that. What? He basically said, what? He basically I've been said, bamboozled. Well, he basically said, Chris Evans told you guys, um, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically okay. said, Chris Evans pretty much told you guys, um, where he's at with it and he chris evans came out and said he's it's news to him he's he's not returning i remember that i remember him saying that yeah so kevin feige didn't come out and say there is no chance no Uh, and let's keep it 100 here chris evans will at some point wear the damn fucking you know the suit and will hold the shield robert downey jr jr will be back as iron man at some point um, I just don't think you're going to see it probably for another four or five years. Like okay. it probably won't happen until later, like when this new young Avengers come up and then you, you they may, you know, come in to help them fight a big fight or something. Right? Chris you Evans know? in his forties, juicing out of his mind to get back in shape, to get America's ass, get the shield back on and away you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll you see, know you'll, you'll see them back. So Em and I watched uh Logan uh here yeah that wasn't yesterday was it low no it was the day before uh yes we watched logan um she hadn't seen it or whatever she watched logan wanted to watch logan so we watched that and uh uh two things one the movie is fire it's still fire uh really really fucking well done movie from top to bottom probably the best x-men movie as far as i'm concerned the uh but saying that do you think do you think Speaking of comebacks that uh, that is, they said would never happen, and they've already like you know they killed off the character, is uh, is huge jacked man gonna ever try and come back with some more juice for Wolverine? What do you think? That's a toss up. I I think it's all <laughs> gonna depend. I think it's all gonna depend if they pulled if they just back up the Brinks truck, right? If they pay him a shit ton of money, I don't think you're gonna see Wolverine star in a movie as Wolverine anymore. You're not gonna get any of those. But you may see a cameo or, you know, a big moment with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a future movie, especially when they inevitably do like an X-Men crossover with Marvel. Um, He might be the guy that'll like pass the torch and kind of introduce the whole the whole thing, because it would be really cool to see Hugh Jackman with the Avengers. That would be dope. Um, And I think if they paid him enough, obviously he would do it. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see Hugh Jackman come back. I think he's one of those characters that he's had such a good send off and we've spent so much time with him that like, I don't need to see him anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was what the first X-Men movie was a long time ago, 2002, early, early two thousands. Yeah. So he did like 17 plus years of Wolverine in like what? Six movies or some shit. A lot. Um, more maybe even more than six movies. More, yeah. And and then, like you said, Logan, like, that movie is the send-off of all fucking send-offs. Yeah. Um, you know, spoiler alert, I guess. But, I mean, like, the 
at the end, I'll still remember, I think you and I went to see it in theaters together, Logan. Yeah, we might have. Um, and I remember when, uh, when Laura turns around after they're walking, you know, towards Can the Canadian border or whatever, and at the end they've already buried him. And she turns around and she takes the cross and turns it sideways to make the, to the X. X. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's, badass. that's it. That's it. Badass. If you bring him back now, it's a way it's wasted. This is well, like the, the thing fucking is that they show. Have is that they they doing all this multi universe stuff, right? So you yeah, can really yeah. bring back anybody. It might be a different version of him. It might be an evil version. It uh, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. They could do a lot of different things, but just let Hugh Jackman just let him go make his musicals and stuff, right? Just like <laughs> let him go do what he does. I love Hugh Jackman, bro. Is so there anything? Is there anything not to like about fucking Hugh Jackman? No. Let's be honest. No, he's awesome. The dude's a fucking hero. And that's all I've got. Was any, did anything else crop up for you this week? Movies, TV? No, nothing. No? nothing wonderful well then it's time for tech support uh patreon.com slash lag tv if you want to support the podcast financially and directly so you can do just that over there for ten dollars more a month uh eventually i will be able to i still have my list uh for sending out stuff when i can stand in the uh in the uh the mail room for the fucking hour and a half or two hours that it takes to send this shit out uh when it's safe to do so i will do so but i still have the list of stuff so don't worry about that for now though ten dollars and higher you know what you're getting oh you're getting the uh the hq version the high quality version of the podcast audio and you're getting uh as well the ability to ask us questions each and every week on a little segment we call tech support uh, on a, a post that I put up right before the podcast, usually each and every week. So let's hop right in. We'll answer as many as we can, as always. Let's see what we got. Um, oh, Time Tricks um, asks, um, although I, I already know what Jeff's answer to this is, because he's just got his, we, we just... We thankfully got in before this happened, but hey guys, I hear there's a chip shortage for electronics. Do you guys plan to buy any electronics this year before uh, they become sold out, or are you currently waiting for anything to come back in stock at stores? Um, so we just built Jeff's PC here. Was that the end of 2019? No, twenty. I think it was in 2020. If it was, it was the first two months. It was like January, yeah. February before before COVID hit. So yeah. Um. Jeff's good. I ain't buying anything. I, I ain't buying anything no, Jeff, soon. Jeff's yeah. good. Like Jeff, Jeff just had to rebuy, and thankfully he got a hand, even though it was expensive, thank God he even got his hands on one, a 2080 Ti, because graphics cards have become nearly fucking impossible to get your hands on. Uh, so he's good. Uh, unless something were to explode, which shouldn't happen, when we rebuilt his PC, uh, he's basically got the fucking creme de la goddamn creme um, across the board in that thing. So it would be very shocking for anything to go wrong so he's good um i'm also good i just partially rebuilt my gaming pc i got very fucking lucky i had the only 3600x and the only um uh cross hero 8 dark in canada at the time and it was up on an obscure fucking website of a company that's in ontario that like doesn't normally ship but they were shipping and i got it and it's done and i haven't seen I mean, it's almost impossible to find shit, uh, let alone for regular cost. So, you know, I'm also good to go. Unless something were to blow up, then you have to tackle that problem now. I don't, I don't, I, I'm very lucky to have gotten that. So neither of us are really looking for anything. The shortages are 
kind of crazy. A lot of the shortages are because um, you know, some of it is silicon shortage, some of it is um, flat-out demand because everyone was working at home, people were building new computers, shit was getting crazy. Some of it is the time of year as well. There's the Lunar New Year stuff. A lot of these factories are in China. A lot of these factories don't, you know, go into high production or they shut production down uh, for the most part. You're going to get shortages because of that. Um, things should level out, I would imagine, by the end of this year going into next. And when I say level out, I mean, like, not be quite as crazy, but it's still going to be bad for a while. So, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily advocate going and spending three times retail price on a fucking graphics card, but um, that's unfortunately kind of where <laughs> we're at right now. Um, yeah. And it's because NVIDIA, is sell NVIDIA and stuff, are, they're selling directly to uh, crypto miners, and so they're not even hitting store shelves. So you're just, you're fucked. For as long as there is a like a, a, a bull market in crypto, you're fucked. There's, there's, they're going to be buying that out from under your nose everywhere and powering fucking crates in the North Pole mining Ethereum until, you know, until Ethereum 2.0 comes out, which is probably another like three years away. Um, Will Hawkins asks, do you have or have you had any embarrassing moments on stream? Oh, I'm sure we've had more than a few question is can we remember any of them i think i don't know is it necessarily I've embarrassing had, i've had so many i mean i can't even count i think one of my favorite moments for you though right off the top of my head just popped into my head was the moment that you hit i can't even remember what the goal was for you to do this but it must have been a massive i don't know if it was like a massive like donation day or some shit you had your chain mail on and you had your tv and you had oh. the fucking sword and you were like, I'm going to put my sword through this TV. And you went for like the fucking stab. And it just like, ding. <laughs> it just like ricocheted yeah, off the TV. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I tried to stab it. And it just like, it didn't even go through the TV. It was like, rrr, rrr. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then, I, and then I went, ah, and I stabbed it. And it just went poke. It didn't matter or anything. I'm like, okay, that was. Yeah, that Ma was embarrassing. Makes you respect the Wii, the Wii remotes that have shattered televisions all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done, I, okay, well, uh, one day I, somehow the stream got turned on. I was doing, like, um, I was doing Photoshop work or something. And somehow stream got turned on. Um, and I was live for, like, half a day. I had no idea I was live. So thankfully I wasn't watching any like obscure porn or some shit, uh, but you know, I was basically doing like Photoshop work for three, four, five hours and no idea I was live. It was only later people were like pinging me on social media or whatever. And I found out about it or some shit. And it was, yeah. So that was one. And then of course the day that I spent like five and a half, six hours buying a vacuum cleaner while my stream was still running. That was pretty funny. Uh, and then other than that, there was also, it was like lots of times my stream was just running. I was at, uh, somehow the stream got turned on. And I was at the driving range. I still don't know how that happened. I must have misclicked when I was, like, getting ready to go. And the stream Maybe. was running. And I was at the mm. fucking driving range. So, yeah, anyway, there's a, a, a few of those moments. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit odd. Uh, mm, oh, Jorbach asks, what's the worst neighbor you've ever had?
worst neighbor? I remember I had a neighbor where they were a contractor and I, uh, a landscaping contractor. And ironically, their, uh, their yard was an absolute shit show. Falling apart, siding falling off the house, uh, driveway falling apart, back deck falling apart. Uh, it looked like it stood out. Every other house in the street was like immaculate. And then the one person who you would imagine would have like an immaculate lawn and an, like an immaculate, like, uh, uh, you know, landscaping around the house was the landscaping contractor. Mm. Uh, to make matters worse, uh, they were also like in it with some, they weren't paying some of their guys at some point. And do, I remember one day dudes showed up at this guy's house in a truck and took out, like, tire irons and shit, and were screaming at him for to, to come outside, and I looked out the window, and I was like, what the fuck is going on over here? And as it turns out, paid. yeah, he was, he's trying to get, these guys trying to get paid. I was like, oh my god. So that was probably, that's, that was probably, and the, the really unfortunate thing was, they also had a lot of dogs, uh, and one dog in particular, they kept them downstairs all the time, and they obviously let the dog just shit downstairs constantly, and whenever the fan was on, you know, for like probably the, the laundry room in the basement or whatever, because uh, that was where that was. Uh, the air, when you go out to the driveway, all you could smell was just wet dog and dog shit being blown out of this fucking fan, exhausting the fumes from downstairs. So, yeah, that was probably my, wor <laughs> my, worst, my worst neighbor. The only other one was the odd uh, neighbor I had across the street. They were uh, 100% dealing drugs not anything crazy selling some weed or some shit um uh but they were doing it in like the in like at a relatively high level they would have a a truck show up daily at like one o'clock in the afternoon big truck like a uh like a uh furniture store truck and they'd take new mattresses every day place them out in the front of the house and take mattresses from in the house and put them into the back of this truck every day like fucking clockwork mm. at like one in the afternoon. It stopped eventually. Like at some point it stopped. But this went on for ages. So either they were shooting some really crazy ass porn in there or they were selling some drugs and pushing it through mattresses. Those are the only two options. I'm going to go with selling drugs and pushing it through mattresses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with I haven't really had any like bad next door neighbors. I mean, I had that guy that lived on my street that was racist that my dad ended up banging out uh, mm. along with all his buddies. That like that's the closest thing, and I've told that story many times, so I won't do it again. But yeah, um, that's like the closest thing that I've had to like a bad neighbor that I can remember. Um, like growing up, like all my other neighbors, like we were probably the bad, you know, the the one that made all the noise and stuff as kids, but. Mm. I, yeah, I, I can't really say I've had any like horrible neighbors. I, I had one neighbor in an apartment that we used to live in that cooked a lot of curry. And so like, oh, yeah, that would go just everywhere. The smell like just the smell of it. As soon as you walked into the building, like you yeah. could just smell it all over the place and it would like linger into the apartment sometimes. That's like not that yeah. I don't not like curry. It's just like when you're smelling it 24 like, seven. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not. And they would be, good. and they would be fucking nose blind to that shit. They wouldn't even exactly. be fucking smelling it. They wouldn't don't even it. notice it anymore. No. Yeah, exactly. So no. that's probably like the worst I've ever, you know, and that's, it's minor, but it's, it's whatever. And we did have that neighbor. I think that you'd mentioned growing up, um, that called the, the fucking forestry department on us 
when we were building camps out in the back. Oh remember? yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. And she was getting tired of hearing all that ruckus of all the kids outside having fun and yeah, in the woods, not in the causing woods, any trouble, not causing any trouble. But holy shit! And so they called like the forestry department. And they showed up and they gave us what was it? They gave us like a month or six weeks to tear yeah, down they gave the us camp. A bit of time to tear it down. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking wild. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there you go. Uh, she also lost your mind or lost her mind every time you'd run through her backyard at night when we were playing like track oh, yeah, down, track and down and stuff. Yeah, she'd lose it. Yeah, used to run on it. Per- I used to take my bike and ramp it off the curb <laughs> on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, not even on her lawn, I'd... not even on the lawn, just like exactly. on the curb, and she yeah. would be fucking, she would be fucking super pissed, livid. She'd be like scouring just to see if your tires hit the lawn at all. <laughs> No joke. Like that's she what picked she... the wrong street to live on, man. There were so many kids. I mean, on that you're in street. a fucking, you're in the suburbs, you know. <laughs> uh, you're, you know, you're in the suburbs. Like that's the literal. That's literally the type of people that live there: families, kids. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. Oh, congratulations, love. Um, yeah, that was, that was probably that was when we were kids. That was probably the worst we had was just that, and it wasn't like she was like. We trolled her more than anything, because as soon as you, like, give any kids any kind of, like, shit like that, the first thing kids do is, you're going to troll the fuck out of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And, and troll we did. <laughs> she's still there, by the way. Is she? Still wow. there. Still there. Um, I think she's toned down a little bit, but then again, we also, you know, there's not the same level of children uh, around at yeah. this point. Um, oh. Fuck. I don't know if I can think of one off the top of my head, but this is such a good question, and I wish I could think of one. Danish Devil asks, what's your favorite misheard lyric from, like, a song? I have Mis- a lot of, yeah, like, heard? misheard. I have a lot of them. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody that, I, when I listen to the music, I'm 90% processing the music and only 10% processing the lyrics. I have to go out of my way to really listen. So I could listen to a song... And say it's one of my favorite songs, and then you'd ask me to tell you the lyrics, and I'd be like, uh, duh, duh, not sure. Hmm. Um, so I, I, I have so I'm gonna many. Go, I'm gonna go with I'm Blue. Oh, oh, right. 65. Right. Uh, and I'm in need of a guy was like I'm a misheard. I'm in need of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really fucking good one. Uh, yeah. I have a I have a lot, and if I ever think of them, I'll bring it up. I don't want to sit here and think too long, but I have a lot, and some of them are pretty funny. And some of them I had since I was like a kid, and it took me. I would be driving in the car. Like one happened recently, and that's why I wish I could remember this. When I was going to pick up M from work, and the song came on the radio, and it was an older song, and it came on the radio, and I had the volume down like lower because it was first thing in the morning, right? I'm not blasting myself at like six a.m. and and sometimes when you listen to something like quieter, you can hear the lyrics better. Mm. And it and it hit me, and I wasn't You're even like, focusing oh. on the song. And I went, wait, wait a minute, and it fucking blew my mind for the whole rest of the day. I was like, holy shit, I've been lying to myself for like 15, 20 years. Uh, <laughs> like, this is the fucking <laughs> lyric. <laughs> so if I think of it, I'll I'll mention it on the podcast in the future. Uh. This is a very good one for you, Mr. Black. You have a lot of experience with this selling, uh, selling gaming chairs in the in the past. Josh asks, "Is there a functionality to a gaming chair that goes back 180 degrees besides optimizing your fap session?" 
No. <laughs> That's no. it. That's a hundred percent. Nobody's napping in those chairs. They're not that comfortable. They're, they're, they're I mean, yeah, I no. I mean, <laughs> I've fallen asleep a few times. Um, I mean, this chair is comfortable, but it's, I, I told somebody this the other day. They're like, Hey man, how's, how's the, cause I was saying, man, my fucking back and shit. And yeah, and yeah. they're like, hey, didn't you buy like a $2,000 chair? I'm like, yeah, actually it was more than that. Um, <laughs> and, and yes, the chair is awesome, but you sit in anything for 12, 15 hours a day. I don't give a fuck. There is a <laughs> limit of how there the returns is an absolute limit, right? Like, yeah, it's comfortable. But it also has to do with like your posture, how you're sitting. If you're getting up in between, you you're just sitting, like you're sitting down forever. So like, you know, your body is just not meant to be doing that. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, and you could sleep in any chair, really. Yeah. But it's probably not going to be the most comfortable thing. I mean, shit, I could fall asleep in this, but I'm probably going to wake up pretty sore. Yeah. Like that was like that was the thing when i bought so you have you have not the air on but you got the the embody the version yeah. yeah the logitech embody which is which yeah. is the embody painted black and blue uh yeah. and i had the logitech um air on version and uh the reason i went for that is because it has a broader back and uh than the than the embody does so um and that's supposed to be the goat chair because they've been manufacturing it for like fucking 30 years right so they perfected this chair i got the c it's the biggest version they make i got it delivered i bit the bullet i didn't look at my bank account it arrives in my house it's all built already you just pull it out of the box you roll it in and i sat down and i was like man this is a chair (laughs) that was that was my immediate response i was like yeah this is still a chair uh you know you sit in it and it's going to fuck you up if you sit in it long term. And like, so now, like right now, for example, I, so I eventually returned it. Cause I was like, I'm not spending $2,500 on something that does not at least mildly improve my circumstances. So I, I sent that back, got this one for like 500 bucks at Costco. And <clears throat> my problem is now is that I'm like, my feet are swelling when I sit for too long now. And uh, and that's just a function of sitting too much and having really long legs. And it's just, you're sitting. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, man, I, and then I, that's when it dawned on me. I was like, man, I could sit in a fucking kitchen chair at this point. Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, let's just be, matter. let's just keep it real. You want yeah. the realest shit ever? You want to buy a gaming chair and people are like, don't buy it. It's bad for you. Fuck that shit. It's a chair. If you yeah. like the look of it, sit buy in it, it. buy yeah. it. Fuck it. Cause you know what it is? It's a chair at the end of the day. And you can really only plus or minus make your life better or worse, depending on the chair. And I can tell you right now, spending three grand on a fucking chair is not going to change your life at all. It yeah. might make it marginally better, but we'll be- I mean, this chair is is more comfortable than the last chair I owned, for sure. sure. It's a better chair. Um, but what's what's appealing about this is it's the warranty. It's how long the chair lasts. Um, so- you know, when, when, when your stuff starts to go after oh, a while, yeah. that's the big kicker, right? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where the value is. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And obviously it's a great chair, but yeah. I mean, yeah. That's crazy. This, you sit, you sit down for t- t- 12, 15 hours a day, seven days a week, even five days a week. Your shit's going to get fucked up, man. It oh, just yeah. will. I don't care what you're sitting in. Um, I'm, you I lay can... in bed on a mattress for that long. It, oh. your, your body's still going to get fucked up. And people are like, buy a standing desk. Be like, I don't think you understand what, it's the not moving and being stationary. It doesn't matter yes. if you're standing, sitting, laying, laying. planking. 
doesn't yep. matter what the fuck you're doing. Yep. You're standing, you know, you're, you're, it's the being still in one spot. Um, you can keep, okay, Theodore asks, you can keep just one. So you can only keep one of these. Your phone, your PC, or your TV that you're still allowed to work and make phone calls or, or texts, I guess, but you can't use the, the phone for anything else. Which do you choose? Okay, say that again. So I, you can still use your phone for like work and making phone calls or texting somebody, but you can't use yeah. it as a multimedia device, I think is what you're saying. So you can just keep one, your phone, your PC, or your TV. PC, oh, PC obviously. I mean, PC all day. <laughs> I can do everything I can on my TV on my on PC. Yeah, I can watch TV. I can watch Netflix. I can watch movies. I can use my phone on my computer. I can yeah. literally do everything on yeah. the PC. So Not even a, close. Easy. Uh Volcus asks, I have a chance to test some satellite internet later this year. Other than speed and latency tests, what would you guys do to test it? I mean you got a game on it, right? You've got a you got a stream, you got Netflix. What's the quality of Netflix that will max out at? You know, does yeah. it hold a good enough connection to not be changing quality up and down? Like, it might be good enough to do 4K Netflix, but can it hold 4K Netflix? Or is it going to do the thing where you're watching 4K, then you're watching 720, then you're watching yeah. 4K? Then you're watching fucking episode, uh, you're, you're watching the fucking, um, the, the dark episode from Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, and it's just a pixelated fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh my god. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's obviously, uh, one playing games, um, streaming on it is a good connection quality test because it will show you packet loss, uh, which is probably going to be one of the biggest problems for it. You know, satellite internet up front is going to be really good at all the shit that a non-power user would be comfortable with. You know, you're browsing the internet, watching some YouTube videos, maybe, um, you know, uh, using your voice over IP stuff, whether that's Discord or Skype and stuff, like that's all probably going to be pretty good or good enough to do that yeah. stuff with. It's the power user stuff that will be um, the real test. So streaming high def Netflix, streaming um, uh, or or playing games online, seeing what your ping is like uh, and and whatnot. That's probably going to be the big test of it because it is really good and it will be great. Until the technology gets really great, I think satellite would be phenomenal for um, cities to invest in to make internet available everywhere for any for everyone as a base. So now there's no, oh, you need to go to the library to have access to the internet or some shit. Like, it's just available as a public service. I think they but, have that in, what, Fredericton? I think it's in Fredericton. I think, yeah, there's, and there's some places that are doing that now, right? Like, yeah. making that available. It's uh, just like a Wi-Fi basically yeah. anywhere. Access and it's points. like not the greatest, it's not the fastest, but it's like it's like you being able to go to like uh you're, a you're researching or yeah, you're applying exactly. for jobs or you know shit that you need the internet uh, the internet for in, in this day and age, but you're not like watching Netflix, but yeah, exactly. maybe you know yeah. submit your resume or fucking yeah, purpose, purpose stuff. Like yeah. you know, you're you're there to do a thing and then that's what it's there for. It's not meant for leisure. Yeah. Like you know, sit around and just watch Netflix on, you know at the park for fucking nine hours. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, that's probably where the satellite stuff is also going to be most useful until the tech gets really good. Uh, and the last one comes in from Jorbach asking, what are the best and worst spring cleaning chores on your to-do list? Fuck. Spring so cleaning sucks. The absolute worst 
and it's a new one, but it's one that I'm dreading. It's expensive. The pool. It's annoying. It's everything. It's the pool. It's getting the pool set up after the winter, putting in all the fucking chemicals. Even though Kayla does all that stuff, I have to like, you know, fucking pay for it. And then list and then listen to her, you know, be salty that the fucking shit ain't taken and I'm gonna have to go and take three or four trips to different spots. I'm uh I'm this year when I when I go to open it um when the pool people come in I'm getting them to just do everything like I'm gonna spend the extra like 250 bucks or whatever it is and let them just go like you guys open the shit we'll maintain it and then you guys come in and close it because last year I spent I probably spent like six hundred dollars in chemicals just like it was our first time with a pool and yeah, yeah. you kind know, you need to know what the fuck you're doing because it's actual science like yes. you, you can't just dump shit in and expect things to clear up like certain levels have to be at certain levels or you're just dumping shit in and it's just burning burning stuff for the sake like you actually have to use science and measurements and fucking different things to make it work and then when you got the right ingredients for the right levels it science kicks in it just works but if you don't have the proper equation you're fucked and we didn't have that equation so i got fucked (laughs) and i'm not looking forward to it again uh, uh, I would say, I would say for me, uh, it's reduced now that I'm back home, right? Like I don't have to do, I'm not in my own place right now, but I would say, uh, honestly, like uh, over the winter, I get so complacent with a lot of, a lot of like simple shit. It's not even spring cleaning. Like I'll get complacent with stuff like mail piling up, like bills and <laughs> and shit, and just letters just pile, I've got a pile to my left right now, and, and, uh, like, it will get to a point where I've got to go back, and I hate filing all that shit with a passion, but I get paper stuff still, people will, well, why don't you just do digitally, because they fuck up all the time, and paper is king, and so you have to keep that paper, so, uh, like, that's probably the thing I hate doing most in the, in, in the world, is dealing with that, other than you taxes, hate, hate my life, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, it's because you, you, as soon as you're, it's I all mean, paperwork, dude. The amount of fucking, I, the amount of paperwork that I have, it's absolute. Like my, when mail comes in, yeah, it's not like oh, two things are in the mail. It's like it's it's a, it's stack, a stack, yeah, like weekly. Just power bills here, water bills here, uh, mortgage bills here, insurance bills there. Fucking, you know, random, uh, you just name, you name it, it's, it's coming in and it's just like, it's awful. I hate it with a passion, but it just comes with the territory. Yeah. That's, that's, it's like, I just, um, I don't mind like it. It's filing in a way. I think some of it is because I had, and in the future when I'm not here, it's, I had this tiny ass filing cabinet and everything is crammed in there. And it's the process of like working through that crammed ass fucking filing cabinet and finding everything to put it away is the thing that I hate. And mm. so when I get my own place and I've got a bigger filing cabinet and stuff is more organized and it's easier for me to just slot stuff in and not be so fucking like fighting through this small little, sp- I'll probably be a little less angry about it. But yeah, that's probably uh, one for me. And then other than that, it's, it's just, you know, always in the spring, I'll wake up and I'll feel like I need a deep clean shit. So I'll go real hard on the vacuuming yeah. and the dusting, like, you know, hauling the TV shit out, hauling the desk out, fucking everything um, that needs to be gotten. Every corner that you've ignored with the vacuum cleaner, 
because you didn't want to move the fucking thing. You just left it. He just left the thing there for like seven months, and now there's like just a pile of ass in the corner of the room. There's stuff like that. Um, you know, is is it? And then other than that, when I lived on my own, uh, was washing my car. I fucking hate washing my car. I fucking hate it. I don't mind. I hate detailing the inside more than anything. Uh, washing, I don't mind too much, but fuck the interior. I hate doing. Yeah, the what I do is I go to a professional <clears throat> that'll like when the spring happens. Like I just got my car out a couple times, um, but when the weather gets good, I'll take my car over to um, a cleaner. Yeah, and they'll detail it inside and out, and then that usually lasts me like the whole season. I just got to wash the the exterior, you know, like because yeah. I don't even drive that much, so car doesn't get that that dirty yeah. it's just more just washing the yeah exterior. i get it i get it detailed usually right before winter so that it's waxed and everything for the salt and the snow and the bullshit and then uh yeah but i mean a detailing can get fucking expensive so yeah. I, I i i i'm a little measured with that but otherwise that's that's it those are the things that i can't really stand uh i've always been blessed in that whoever you know was with me at the time would do the thing that I hate most, which is washing windows and shit, that, that kind of crap. I never had to yeah, do it. I don't, I don't do any. Kayla does all the cleaning and, and cooking here, so I, I'm fortunate. <laughs> I don't have to do any of that. The, th- the, the things that I have to do is is um, just make sure that Kayla has the stuff she needs to do the work. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. Everything live in else, the dream. <laughs> I mean, she live in the dream too, man. So like, you know, it, go, it, works, both, it works both ways. I, my, my thing is, is I don't really get to enjoy my summer. I'm down here working. So, you know, um, so that's just, that's just it. So there, usually my burden is just making sure we have all the stuff we need. Make sure I got to mow the lawn, but I enjoy doing that. It's like, I get out. Yeah, I never hated and, mowing the lawn. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. I go on the little ride along thing and I, putts around put some headphones in listen to an audiobook or just chill um so yeah my my spring stuff isn't bad at all mine mine is that fucking godforsaken pool that that's where it's at <laughs> though the major downside to pool ownership is definitely maintaining said pool yeah uh all right well ladies and gentlemen that's all we got for you this week this is another tech golf podcast in the bag thank you so much for stopping by and listening head on over to youtube.com slash life's a glitch tv uh and uh, make sure you hit the bell icon there so that you're notified when that stuff goes live so you can leave a like and a comment on these videos because it goes a long way to spreading the word uh about the podcast also once again patreon.com slash like tv if you want to support the podcast financially directly and uh, get some of those sweet benefits at the same time we appreciate you guys a great deal stay safe out there for another week and until we see you next week have a good one peace peace Thank you.